the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The information on this show is not intended to be the primary basis for investment decisions and should not be used to provide financial advice. Please obtain the guidance of a financial professional regarding your particular financial concerns. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. This program reflects the views of Arif Halabi, California Insurance License 0B93792 of TFS Financial Insurance Services. TFS Financial Insurance Services, California Insurance License Number 0F22477, provides retirement income strategies using insurance and annuity products, which are guaranteed by the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arif Halaby. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with me. I'm Arif Halaby, the total financial hour. This is your place for news, talk, information, and me. I'm glad you're joining me today. Hey, we're going to touch on a few things a little deep, a little deep today. So, so grab your hat because uh, what your thinking cap, I think, is what they said as opposed to the dunce cap. Grab your thinking cap, so, uh, sit upright, and I want you to think about this for a minute because things are changing. If you haven't seen what's gone on during the week, uh, we've talked about it privately, that how, how is the, uh, the Afghan Taliban going to go door to door? I mean, that's like onesies, twosies, right? They're trying to pick off the people that support the United States. Well, all you do, it, it, it's like throwing honey or, or, or putting salt lick, right? You're going to attract the, the critters that you want, right? You put salt in the middle of a field, deer come. You just sit still. You put the American military in one military base with zero, ready for this, zero protection, and you just wait. And then they have a suicide bomber after suicide bomber. How hard is that? Right, they know Biden is a joke. I want you to know this. He is literally laughed at in the corners, including in some of these liberal bastion corners, right? Hollywood, the media, the newspapers. They they literally are concerned. I mean, they laugh when it's laughing appropriate, but they're scared when it, when it, the other side of the of the coin is flipped and they realize how dangerous he can be. Right. It turns out that President Trump knew exactly what he was doing. It's not a shock to me, but maybe for some of these people, some of them have flipped who were once Trump haters. Now they understand exactly how he operated. So in the world of political crazies, I'll give you an example on the way to the, the studio today. A lady by herself walking a dog with a mask. I don't know, guys. It's not appropriate. I know my mom would not be happy or proud of me. But I feel like I just want to roll down my window and just start pointing and laughing. Don't you? I mean, except for the mental illness that comes with it. So so that's not appropriate and certainly would not be polite. Would be unchristian. But just a part of me wants to, to say, are you crazy? A year ago, you were a normal person. Now, now, some of you do that. You're alone in your car driving with the mask. You've been vaccinated. You've had the disease. 
uh, right, the antibodies, then you're done. But what is it now? 40% effective. That's what the, the statistics are coming out, that the vaccine is 40% effective. Is that not scary? So you're going through all of this mess, putting your body through whatever uh, challenges you may have, risks, for a 40% effective, and now Fauci keeps pushing the goalposts. He gets beat up because uh, 2022, right? It's almost like the dictator. Oh, yeah, we're going to hold elections next summer, right? Fauci's power would end as soon as this is over. And then the, the dictator says, oh, now it's going to be uh, by the end of the year, we're holding elections. You really think the dictator is going to ever give up their power? You ever think the person who, who gets the accolades, who, who can snap their fingers and go on any television, who has countless book deals laying down, waiting for his children and grandchildren? Now, by the way, he's, he's already a wealthy man. So now it's power. It's pompousness. I don't know if that's a real word, but it sounds like it makes sense. It's his inability to think for the common sense human being. Look, if you would never have cookie dough ice cream if you followed the CDC. You would never have sushi if you followed the CDC. You understand that the FDA and the CDC are recommendations. They lay it out. You go, huh, all right, good. Yes, no, yes, no. Right? You guys drive three feet, sometimes closer than that, three feet away from somebody that's going 60, 70 miles an hour from you on the other side of the yellow line. That means you're counting on that person to have taken their medication today, eaten their Wheaties, whatever it is, be conscious, pay attention, because you're driving the other side at 50, 60, 70 miles an hour. That, that's a lot of tr- oh, risk. Oh, we can't take a chance. There's a chance. Well, then just stay in your home and wrap yourself in bubble wrap. There's no reason for you to be out and about. Of course you take risks. You breathe air. You eat fast food. Right? And now Delta Airlines is saying that you can't get a job with them unless you pay more for your health insurance. And yet I just flew on a Delta Airlines plane recently and the flight attendant was wider than the seats. She can do what she wants, but you can't tell me that but that she's not going to put my life in danger. She can't get through that window. God bless her. But they're supposed to be able to help you get out of the plane. She couldn't get out. She couldn't lift up somebody who's fallen. A nice person, I'm wonderful. Great. Great mother, grandmother, wonderful. But if Delta Airlines is so concerned about the health of their employees, then let's do a diabetes check. Let's do a a BMI, body mass index check. What part of that? You have millions of people's lives every year. And you're telling me that it's about a coronavirus that 99% of the people recover. 96% in in some age brackets, if you're really old, uh, you know, or sick, 96% recover. And yet, you know, they, they somehow think that diabetes, they have people smoking, right? You take a look and they pull down, people at the airport pull down their mask, take a puff of the cigarette. But I have a feeling that the cigarette smoke is going to get you way before anything else. Right? You're going to, so, so I need you guys to pay attention to this because this is going to affect your financial life. 
You have to know because here's what's going to happen. They have flooded the system with money because they operate off of feelings. When you flood the system with money for feelings, then on the other side of it, you're going to have to pull that money back. Have you ever tried to take away unemployment from somebody? I don't mean somebody who's seriously injured or can't work. What do they do? They complain. Have you ever tried to take away this rent moratorium? In other words, as people are stealing mortgages, uh, stealing rent, right? They're stealing because they're living in a house without paying. They got money. They're paid their, their cell phone bill, heaven forbid. They can't afford their rent. And now the government is saying we're going to lift that moratorium. Oh, my gosh. Businesses can't find workers. But heck no, don't worry about that. These people can't afford their, their rents. Well, who do you think lives on that rent? Yeah, somebody actually pays their bills because they bought this investment property. A bank is still requiring a payment from the owner. And you are still eating out. You still have cable. If you come to me and say, Eric, I can't afford the rent, I go, great. Did you cancel all your cable? Are you down to a $10 a month uh, 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 cell phone plan? You've never eaten out this month and you have one light on in a room at a time. I'll be in it together with you. I'll work together with you. I'm, I'm good. You're driving Uber. You're doing whatever you can. Lyft, trying to make a... I'm good with you. Then we are partners and I will help you get through this. But you can't tell me that you have your car payment. Boy, you're making that on time because they're going to come and snatch your car. You have the awesome unlimited data plan for my Netflix subscription yeah what so I'm I'm the the one who did well who invested in a house and now you're the one who steals from me why is that okay so you guys have to start putting your foot down because here's where it's going to start manifesting itself the Federal Reserve is going to start tapering now what that means is they give money to banks and when the Federal Reserve gives money to banks they say, lend it out. So the bank has money on its books. And that is a liability. Bank does not want money in its accounts. It wants to have as much loans out there as possible. As many loans, as much money floating out there where they are getting a payment each and every month. So they come up and they say, hey, can you fog a mirror? Yep, we'll give you a loan. Hey, we have a special program. We can give you a loan. Got it. Hey, you kind of sort of have a job and both of you are working and we can put your mom as a co-signer. Got it. So they float all of this money out there. Of course, what happens to the real assets, the things that are physical that you can touch, like real estate, it goes up in value. This was, you know, Econ 101 from community college. You didn't even have to to go to Harvard to know that as soon as they were flooding, uh, opening the floodgates with money, that the next step was real estate prices were going to go up. Why do you think a bunch of people started buying investment properties? It's not a secret. This is normal. Not for the person who follows the Kardashians and is worried about, you know, what the Lakers or, or the Jazz are doing next. Right? I got every baseball and basketball score. I can tell you. Great. You're broke. You sit in the corner and be a consumer. You need to know money, guys. Because somebody... Is going to manage your money, either you or the government. There isn't anything in between. So here's what the government's going to do. Ready? 
they're going to start pulling money from the banks. They're going to say, hey, you know, yesterday we said you had $100 million. Now you only have $80 million. So now they go and they say, okay, well, then we need sure things. We can't afford to have a lot. So all of you with great credit scores, with great jobs, oh, wait, you're staying at home on unemployment? Sorry, no more money for you. Oh, oh, sorry, you, you quit your job because, you know, somebody looked at you funny? Sorry, no money for you. Oh, oh, you need a car finally because yours broke down? Sorry, you didn't pay your rent. You didn't pay your mortgage. No money for you. So the bank's amount of money that they have on hand to lend starts to reduce, and it reduces and reduces until eventually only the wealthy or those that know how to manage money, those that are already successful with investments and property or whatever they're borrowing money for are the only ones getting the money. What does that do? What does that do to the economy? When a dollar bill is not floating around and going from a restaurant to a nail salon to a dry cleaner and back to an investment and then over here to a new car, that dollar is no longer circulating. Well, now the economy comes to a screeching halt. And because a lot of you are using some of that money to put into the stock market, maybe, just maybe, that starts to slow down. Because now you're going to need to buy that new car. Now you're going to need to live or eat dinner or whatever else that you want to do. So guess where you're going to pull that money from? Yep, the market. So if you think the market is on this terror going up, well, probably it has been because of what? The banks. Federal Reserve is throwing money everywhere. We saw this in 2008 when China would give you an interest-free loan if you would invest in their stock market. <laughs> if you were a Chinese citizen, they would give you interest-free money if you would invest in the stock market, the Chinese stock market, of course. So they did. They made money because it's basically like a Ponzi scheme. It goes up, up, up. The Chinese market, the people pulled the money out. Those at the who got out early, they came to Southern California, the Seattle, Washington uh, area, of course, San Francisco, and they started buying real estate. Look around. There's Chinese Communist Party that own real estate all throughout Hawaii, throughout the West Coast of the United States, including even into Texas and Florida. Some of them have never even been there. There's full Chinese, uh, almost like a, a dating app, if you will, for real estate and Chinese Communist Party members, where it matches you. It does everything electronically. And there are real estate agents in those regions that I mentioned who only deal with the Chinese uh, citizens. And because in the United States, you don't have to be a citizen in order to buy any, any piece of real estate. Unlike in Mexico, there's limitations for non-citizens. So, what's going to happen when they start pulling this money back? I want you to be careful. I don't want all of your net, wealth, uh, net worth and your wealth to be tied in a home equity line of credit that, quote, I can get at any time. You realize they can shut down that home equity line at any time? They did that to a client of ours. In 2008, they said, oh, Eric, if I don't need an emergency account, I just borrow money, put it back, borrow money, put it back. And then one day they got a letter in the mail and it says their 200,000 home equity line of credit, a.k.a. their emergency account, was now $10,000. 
And they said, but what happened to all of our money? They said, I said, well, you never had it because you just kept borrowing it. Bankruptcy and divorce. That's how that resulted. And a little girl without a parents that are together. Sad day. So I need you to really focus on how this change that's coming is going to protect you. Because they're going to have to start pulling money out of the system. That's the way they put the brakes on inflation. But if you've ever driven a boat or if you've driven on ice and you know you need to make a change, you need to turn, you have to start turning now for eh, 50 yards down the line maybe, 20 yards down the line. You have to start turning now because there's a little bit of slide in there, isn't there? You're making that turn and it's not as sharp as if you were on dry uh, with a race car on dry concrete, right? Asphalt, boom, you turn, it's now. So you're kind of guessing a little bit. And that's what the Federal Reserve is going to do. They're going to guess a little bit because they know there's going to be a little bit of a float, a little bit of a turn, and you're going to have to protect yourself. So how do you protect yourself? Well, first of all, I want you to understand that reliable retirement income that has the ability to increase... Every once in a while, every, every year that the market goes up, that you have an increase in your account, you actually can make more money. In other words, you can start with whatever, let's call it $1,000 a month, and next year your account can go up 4%. Now you have a 4% gain on 1000 a month. Then the next year it goes down. Well, you keep that $1,040. The next year it goes up 10%. You can go up another $100. So the point is, you have the ability to keep up with inflation. And you also have the ability to not really care what happens with the rest of the world. It's sad that, that people are being injured and killed in Afghanistan. It's sad that President Biden doesn't know what shoes he's wearing today. I told you, he still walks, I checked recently, he still walks into the White House and starts going towards the vice president's office as if that's his office. He doesn't, doesn't even still know that he's president. I'm going to get to that in a, in a little bit. I want to kind of clarify with you at the bottom of the hour what I think uh, is going to happen in the White House. Like the, the conundrum that they're in. The, oh, oops, I can't believe we picked Kamala Harris conversation that they're all having. Because there's panic at the White House. But as you're, you're kind of building your financial life, the one thing you don't want is you don't want to sit there and have people their wealth be decided, your wealth be decided by other people's actions. So get a foundation. Social Security, discount that a little bit because they're going to eat that up with inflation. They absolutely have to. They will. There just isn't money, right? For the entire year and a half of the reaction to COVID, during that reaction to COVID, that period of time, there wasn't earned income. In other words, people weren't going to work. And when you're not going to work, you're not paying payroll tax, which is state disability. It's also for federal Social Security. So when you're not paying those things, but people retired anyway and said, you know, I'm 64. I was going to retire at 67. Just start giving me my Social Security now because I need it. Other people said, you know, uh, I was going to work for another 20 years, but just start paying me Social Security now. 
So you have no money going into the social security system. You have the same or more money coming out of the social security system right at a time when their only answer to make sure they have enough money is to inflate the currency. By inflating the currency, they're going to make it so that minimum wage workers put more money into the social security system. They're going to make it so that the lower and middle age income people, oh, we don't charge them any income tax. They don't pay income tax. But all of them, 15 to $20 an hour, 10 to $15 an hour. They all think that they're doing you a favor. You think they're doing you a favor. What they're doing is allowing money to shift from the owner's pocket, from the business owner's pocket, through yours. They're going to increase the payroll tax, dollars, the same percentage, but the dollars. And that's what goes into the Social Security system. So who do you think is going to be paying from the reaction to COVID, the financial price? Yeah, the twenty, thirty, forty thousand $40,000 earners. You guys are. Because the reaction to COVID took away that money. Because wealthy people, business owners, they know how to manage their finances or they pay people to do it. Right? They know how to pay the, the least tax, income tax legally that they can. They know how to pay very little payroll tax that they can. So I want you to be thinking about this. I don't want you to think about your financial life as if it's a zero-sum game. You against wealthy people. You against the government. You against business owners. That's not the way it is. There's a core group of Democrat loyalists, liberals. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do that today. I might. But there's a consent. Think of concentric circles. There's four of them that I've identified. And of these four, there are different people in each group. Because you're going to meet a college liberal, college Democrat, right? Maybe somebody who got sucked up into this Black Lives Matter, Antifa, hold a sign, police are bad. Look at these three videos. I can show you how bad they are. Right? Those people want to be liked. Generally not a very popular person, right? They don't fit the mold of the, the perfect, quote, college kid. They're overweight, they're disheveled a little bit, they're not that smart. So they have to find some place to belong. Just saying. Look at them, look at Antifa, look at who they are. Upper middle class, middle class kids who've had other people pay for their college, like the government, or their parents who've been divorced three times. I mean, you know the story, right? Spoiled brats who've been told they're perfect and they should get a participation trophy. Now you... You get them out there and they and they they kind of believe it. I mean, they, they, they just kind of sing the same, you know, praises of BLM and, and, and they're just they're, they're violent people. They're they're the Democrat Party's enforcer version, the brown shirts. Remember them? Because during the 30s and Hitler's reign, when he would have his Nazi parties, the communists would come in and disrupt the meetings. They would be violent. They would. They would pretend to be other people. They would throw things. They would cause fights. So what Hitler and his ilk did is they hired the brown shirts to be outside of the meeting to instead disrupt the communist meetings. Instead, to beat up people that look like they didn't belong to that group. They're a Nazi group. Have you not seen when a conservative tries to speak on a college campus? 
You guys, this is exactly the playbook. The only answer is to empower the police to do their job. I was one for 11 years almost, right? That was my job. And when the cowards, who was the mayor at the time or the chief of police at the time, or our commanding officers, and when I say coward, folks, I would say it to their face. Many of us did. They were afraid to stand up for what's right because they didn't want to be called a name. Let me explain something to you. They will always call you names. Right? When people walk around with masks on the, on the sidewalk, they're not doing it because it's a logical thing or they found it in their eighth grade science book. It says on the packages, these are not to be used to protect against viruses. They are worthless. In fact, they're probably harmful, says a half a dozen of my doctor clients. They said, breathing the same moist air back into your lungs that your body said to get rid of is not the smart thing to do, they say. So thinking for yourself, when we, when we return, I'm going to give you some solutions that I think can make a difference. 888 retire guys. 888-997-3847. That's my number, 888 retire Stay with me. We'll be right back after the break. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, total financial hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arab Halabi. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arab Halabi. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with me. Thanks for staying with me. I'm Eric Hallaby. The Total Financial Hours, we continue with this hour of the program. We're talking about your family's finances, getting out of debt, managing money. A lot of this is built around a few big uh, concepts. We believe that right is right, wrong is wrong. You know, there's shades of gray. Uh, In fact, I remember kind of coming to the conclusion in my 40s that the older I become, the grayer many things have become. In other words, what I always thought was always right or always wrong, some of those things are a little gray. There's, yeah, but, or maybe so. But at the same time, it's also solidified the white and the black. The black and the white. The corners of yes, right, and wrong. And that's pretty powerful because you have to know what you believe. You have to stand firm. You can't let ABC News, NBC News, between George Stephanopoulos and the other gentleman, or I should say man from the NBC News, right, the the disgraced uh, morning host, the sexual exploits, the the locking of the door, the the powerful uh, criminal element that these people have, right? How many of these people have gone on to go and say, oh, I don't know, Brian Williams, for example, disgraced from ni- from 2015. Now he shows back as if he's some, uh, I don't know, savior for the left, right? As if he's uh, thought about it. He's done the thinking for you. 
Nothing else to think about here. He's good. Right? Or you have enough people that walk along and look at Matt Lauer and say, that guy's such a creep. Well, remember, you guys, you used to take your news from them. You considered what they said was gospel. Dan Rather. Mr. Koppel. I mean, come on. You have to think for yourself. The story changes. And here's the story. You understand there's 50-50 in the Senate. 50% Republican, 50% Democrat. My thought was President Biden would be out by Labor Day. Why won't that happen? We're working on trying to figure out here's what we found we found that there's a negotiations happening between michelle obama and kamala harris's team trying to figure out who she would select as a vice president candidate because the obamas are currently in control susan rice she's in control the obama team they're in control of biden's presidency he doesn't know what he's doing you see the problem right now is they're playing the telephone game because Biden is telling Susan Rice, who's telling uh, uh, the other people, right, before you know it, before Biden gets it, he goes, so you said um, withdraw from Afghanistan and have an ice cream? Okay. And they said, no, no, no. Get everybody out of Afghanistan before you leave. And the story changes. All right, so here's what's happening. Let's play this out. Kamala Harris ascends to the presidency. She now picks a vice president candidate. Are you ready for this? They have to be approved by the Senate. Who owns that chamber? Mitch McConnell. Because there's no longer a majority and there's no longer a vice president to break the tie. So they're going to need Senate confirmation, which means some Republican senators to agree to whomever she chooses as a vice president. And they're going to have to negotiate with the Senate Republicans if she becomes president in order to have that space filled. Now, this is important because if they can keep President Biden in there for two years and two minutes, then she can complete his term and then get two more terms if she was so elected. The midterm elections will determine that. If Republicans can pick up the midterm elections, then Republicans will control the next vice president in the United States, period. If Democrats win, Biden steps down 15 minutes later, I can tell you that. She will now have two years left of Biden's term, minus a few, and then pick up two more terms if she could. And because the Democrats will control the Senate if we lose on the midterms, it's very simple. The midterms are earth-shattering for this republic. If California can squeak out a win for Larry Elder to, to get rid of Gavin Newsom and have Larry Elder become the next governor, <clears throat> if we can overthrow L.A. District Attorney Gascon, recall him, get rid of him and have a solid uh, law enforcement justice order person in, in there. 
We have a chance to save the state of California, which I've told you from the beginning is the way in which you can see the direction of the rest of the country. You look through California and it will show you what's going to happen next. That's why I'm telling you, we knew this was going to happen. We knew Biden was going to be as crazy as you can imagine. Right? You have Biden out there making some crazy, crazy decisions. Where'd that come from? San Francisco mayor giving drug needles to everybody. Gentleman by the name of Gavin Newsom. Right? Homeless people are allowed to sit in front of your your building and your business. Do you know how many people have to step over human waste to open up their door to have shoppers come in? Shoppers don't come in. Who wants to be attacked on the streets? Right? How many of these, quote, random attacks in New York City? We told you that was the other bastion. Those two places dictate everything. And the most liberal, crazy mayors are in existence in both of those places. The city councils have no power. So here's what's going to happen. Kamala Harris will ascend to the presidency very soon. And if the Republicans can take over both the House and the Senate, they will begin impeachment proceedings on President Biden. And if they've taken over the House, that means they get to decide who the next vice president is. So they will remove President Biden. They will replace with Kamala Harris. She will be muted and, and basically limited. Now, listen, uh, you can look right now, right? Jill Biden is the one that has the power in the White House when it comes to the president's day-to-day thing. They sent her to Europe and Kamala Harris to what? Singapore, where she got hit with the, you know, with the criticism from the, the Singapore uh, ministers, presidents and, and other executive branch members in different Asian governments, and they just kind of laugh at her. She doesn't have any respect. She didn't have any respect when she was a state leader in California. She was a joke in the U.S. Senate. So it's the bird in the hand or the two in the bush. Which one do you know for sure? I don't know. But Biden cannot make it for four years. They might do weekend at at Bernie's, remember? They might prop him up in the chair. They might drag him around a little bit. Every time there's a bad uh, question or something, his staff cuts the mic. How is this going to affect your financial life? I think the instability of that leadership where they just keep flooding money. We're going to pay off your student loans. We're going to give you a chicken in every pot and you get a car and you get a car. I think that's what Biden's going to start doing. He's going to try to start buying his votes. And that surely will collapse the U.S. economy to the way we don't know it. Uh, We're not going to recognize it. It's just not going to be the same. So I want you to be careful about how much you have at risk in the market. If you've made it, if you've risen enough, figure it like a marathon, right? How much do you need to make? Well, where did I go in the marathon? Oh, you passed the finish line. You know that the job of this money is to give you a lifelong income. And when you pass away, you want that income to continue for your husband or your wife. Got it. And then when both of you pass away, maybe you want your children or a church or charity or grandchildren to inherit the money. Got it. We will give you a dollar figure of what it takes to have saved in order to achieve that. And if that number is less than what you have, then you're done. You're done. What are you going to, uh, uh, oh, Eric, if I had another 100000 I'm going to buy a new Ferrari. You wouldn't do that. 
You didn't yesterday. Look at your life. If you have a million dollars saved and it goes up to 1.2 million, are you going to fly around in private jets just to go get lattes? Probably not. But if your $1 million becomes 700, how are you going to sleep at night? If your 500,000 becomes 300,000, how are you going to sleep at night? If you have more risk on the downside than you have love and gain on the upside, maybe it's time to make a change. If you can get hurt more than you will be helped, maybe it's time to make a change, to get some or part of that money out of the market, out of the risk. Guarantees where we can keep up with inflation on some level, maybe even bypass inflation. Where we have a chance to not lose our buying power. And then the freedom is yours. This happened the other day. A lady came in. She had $1.7 million. She said, Eric, I, I have uh, this much money saved and I need to make uh, $50,000 a year. I want my retirement account to give me $50,000 a year. I said, all right, let's take a look. I did the math. I said, $1,050,000. If you have $1,050,000 in an account that we handle, then next July, you can have $50,000 a year for the rest of your life. And it will go up if the market goes up. She said, but what do I do with the other 700000 I said, well, now you can do all sorts of things. We put some in a IRA CD at a bank. We put some in an emergency account off to the side. You can go take that trip with your children and grandchildren that you've always wanted to. You can do whatever you want with the rest of the money. What does a traditional financial planner say? Give me all $1.7 million. I will manage it, and I'm only going to charge you seventeen, eighteen, nineteen thousand dollars $19,000 a year. And by the time you're done, just so you know, you're probably paying two and $3,000 a month, almost as much as you're taking out, right? If you're pulling out $4,000, $5,000 a month to live, your financial professional is going to receive two or 3000 So the pressure on that account is a lot more than just you pulling out money. It's the massive amount of fees that they charge. A couple thousand dollars a month doesn't just come from air. It means it's gone. The shares have to be sold. The financial advisor has a vacation home, has a nice car that you never get to drive even though you bought it. Come on. Manage it for yourself. The company's going to make more money than they give you. They do that in everything. Think about this. When you walk into a bank, you're not saying, good morning, security guard, here's a dollar. Good morning, bank manager, here's two dollars. $2, and, and teller, here's a dollar. And no, no, no. But we know they're being paid because they were here yesterday. They'll be here tomorrow. So how does a bank make money? They give you one interest rate and they're going to earn more. Somebody's new car, a new house, a new boat. The spread, the difference between what they earn and what they pay you is their profit. Every company does that in selling dishwashers or, or computers. It doesn't matter. Financial world isn't any different. Where What we do in the financial world when we work with insurance companies and, and financial companies that deal in fixed and fixed index annuities, it's very simple. You're going to make one interest rate and they're going to make a profit no matter what. Sometimes you'll make a lot. Sometimes you'll make zero. You never lose. And when they make a profit, that's how they paid us. They pay themselves. 
We don't take fees from your money to pay our bills. You got to know that because that means that there's a choice. Now, look, if somebody says, oh, no, Eric, if you pay me $2,000 a month, I will make you 20000 a month. Okay, I would do that deal. Mrs. Financial Professional, I will give you my money. If you only charge me 2000 and you make me 20 all day long, I like that deal. I'll take it. I get to keep 18000 I'm good with that. But remember, the way it works is when they lose your money, they're still going to charge you a fee. When your money doesn't go up, it doesn't go down, it stays the same, and they still charge you a fee. Remember, they always win. It doesn't matter if the market's up, down, or sideways. I'm okay for paying for something if I receive it. When you eat at a nicer restaurant versus a fast food, hey, they both are called a meal, but one, you're buying better quality food, you hope, better service, you hope, better environment, on and on. So there's different reasons to be in different places. I get it. But if you want kind of a guarantee or a protection or a floor where we never go backwards, we can do that. Because I think when the political battle begins when they replace Joe Biden and Kamala is president how long will they go without a vice president because you know that talk is happening right now you know Mitch McConnell is in the catbird seat because they have to get his approval from whoever they choose as a vice president I don't know who it would be I can promise you they're not going to let Nancy Pelosi in there She's the most soulless human being I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of, you know, Harry Reid, I thought, was a pretty soulless guy making those accusations against Mitt Romney that he knew was absolutely a lie. That's not cool. There's a lot of things you can criticize Mitt Romney for. There's also a lot of things you can say good about him, like all of us, right? Line up if you're a perfect person, you know, starts over there. Not going to happen. But when Harry Reid bullface lied... Because of politics. That man sold his soul. Evil. Evil. You don't do that. That's not cool. So in my opinion, that's the problem. But that's just my opinion. So who is it going to be? It's not going to be Nancy Pelosi. We know that. It's probably not going to be Chuck Schumer. It certainly isn't going to be AOC. Right? Who will it be? I think that's the conversation. We already know Joe Biden has lost it. We already know he's generally a, quite a worthless person when it comes to, uh, you know, not, not in God's eyes. That's up to him and God. I, I don't judge souls. I judge actions. By the way, you're supposed to judge people, just so you know. Not their soul, but their actions. You've done it your whole life. The reason you get out of this line at the grocery store and you go over here because you judge that lady is slower. Or the lady in front of you or the man in front of you has too many things. So you say, oh, I'm not going to go in that line. I'm going to come over here. It doesn't make you better than them because you have six items and they have 17. You're supposed to judge people. Kids, I don't want you playing with that family. Kids, uh, son, I don't want you playing with Jimmy because he's not a nice person. Right? I don't like the way he, he plays. Sorry, daughter, you're not going to go on that team because those people aren't nice people. You judge people all the time. Don't be some self-righteous, I sit in a corner and I'm, you know, I'm as pious as Mother Teresa. Everybody just gets a hug. 
That's not how it works. You're supposed to judge actions, not souls. No thanks, I'm busy, <laughs> right? I can't imagine how the Lord does that. It's just a wild, <clears throat> wild adventure that we have on this earth. As long as you're here, your job is simple. How do you protect your family's wealth? You have to judge the actions of the financial professional, the products, the services, the service that you receive from the companies that, that you work with. Right? So, so that's part of this process is for you to go along and say, I need to protect my family's wealth. I love my financial professional. He or she's a nice person. But their job ended when I crossed the finish line. When I have enough money to pay for my emergency uh, accounts, enough money to provide lifetime income and have it go up on a regular basis, enough money to take care of my children, grandchildren. I'm going to use life insurance to pass on to the next generation. Why? Because life insurance is tax-free when it's received by the... Surprise! You see, people don't understand. Rich people make the rules, not poor people. And when rich people make the rules, they do so in such a way that's kind of interesting. They make it to benefit themselves, their friends, and their family. Before you get all in this, you know, capitalism is crazy, stinks. No, no, no. Rich people have always made the rules. Fidel Castro made the rules to benefit himself, his friends, his family. They didn't destroy those beautiful homes on the Caribbean, those beautiful plantations. They didn't destroy them. Fidel just put his family there or he put his friends there. You, you realize that. The homes didn't just disappear. They were just occupied by different people. Pol Pot in Cambodia, Allende in Chile. Hitler, I mean, you can go on and on. Well, rich people have always made the rules. Napoleon made the rules to benefit himself, his friends, his family. Cleopatra made the rules to be- You got it? All right. Now, the United States isn't any different, but guess what? We have one little clause. Why do you think people still try to die to come here? Right? I mean, they, they fall out of planes. Wheel wells. They die on boats. Makeshift with tires and, and plywood and plastic just to try to get to the United States. Why do they do that? Because they know that rich people have made the rules all over the world, except in the United States, it's written this. Rich people make the rules, but they apply to everybody. Everybody can win. Work hard. Stop being a victim. Right? The Democrat Party is the victim party. Their job is to always be aggrieved by something or somebody. But you figure out that you can win, and a lot of these immigrants do. They're like, this is amazing. I just have to learn the rules. So it used to be that you would send your children off to college. That's where the rules were, right? You were working in the field or the factory. You'd be mowing, cutting things, whatever. Your job is, is doing stuff, and you would save up your money. Sometimes villages Entire families would save up money and they would send one child off to college. Often the oldest boy, certainly not the oldest girl. You would check your watch. Three years, four years, five years go by and Junior returns with knowledge. And that's the beginning of pulling the family or the community out of poverty. Because the rules were over there, far away, and you needed money to get there. So the federal government says, well, we're going to flatten those rules. We're going to bring up the money. We're going to give everybody money so they can all go to school. 
And at the same time, this thing called the internet started becoming big. And on your hip, in your purse, your pocket, becomes access to all of the rules of wealth, success, and happiness. Period. Done. I'm not talking about religious. I'm not talking about our faith. I'm talking about economics. So no longer did you have to try to figure out how the rules work or save up your money to go to college to get the rules to become wealthy or, or financially stable. Now you just have to learn how to search. Weed through all of the, the 1.6 million hits in, in 0.5 seconds, right? You have to learn how to find the answers because it's there. It's in the, it's in the haystack. Where's the needle? It's in there. Go get it. So that was the change. That's why you see crazy people trying to still borrow money to send their kids to college to get a degree in communications or sociology or women's studies when you can get that degree at a public university for pennies on the dollar after two years of community college. And by the time you're done, you, you walk out with zero or you know a thousand dollars, two, five thousand in student loan debt. You're done, you're done, it's over. This is important you understand. Because it isn't the same as when you were a kid. It isn't. Young people today have knowledge like crazy. No wisdom, but knowledge. The wisdom took time. Remember you'd have that guy on the farm, the old guy in the corner, barely eighth grade reader. But man, if you had a problem, you could sit down with him over a cup of coffee with a fishing pole and he would tell you. Wisdom was about massive amounts of wisdom in that man's life. Knowledge, maybe not so much. Except now, you have a 12-year-old with more knowledge than he or she knows what to do with. And what do you get on the backside? No wisdom. It's like giving the kids the keys to a Ferrari. And they have access to this amazing power, but no wisdom on how to use it. And that's where we are with the financial markets. I think it's going to get a little crazy. I think you have to have some common sense. And I think you have to learn how to have some wisdom on when to get out. Because if you can get out of the markets when the time is right, when you have enough, then life might be a little bit healthier for you. Thanks for being a part of the show, guys. I'm Eric Halby. This is the Total Financial Hour. 888-99-RETIRE. 888-99-RETIRE. You have a wonderful day. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arif Halaby. Learn about financial power. The Total Financial Hour. Now Arif has a plan for me. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.